0: We have the best listeners on the planet. Thank you for being one of them. This is Manny Perez from Blue Spruce Holdings to remind you that one, as always, if you like this content, please stop by iTunes and show us some love. And two, if you are struggling with finding deals that make sense in this market, Blue Spruce has solid opportunities for accredited investors. Find out more by following the link in today's show notes. Enjoy the podcast. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast. Your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. So when we're talking about syndication on large multifamily apartment buildings, there's really two components that I want to touch on today. There's really two people that I'm talking to right now. And that is the, uh, the the sponsor, the deal sponsor, the actual person that's signing on the loan. And also the passive investor. Now, I want to talk about six points to conservative underwriting. That if you're a sponsor, you want to make sure that you're following these guidelines. And if you're a passive investing in a sponsor's deal, you want to make sure that they are following into these guidelines. I'm your host, Adam Adams. So if this is your very first time to the Creative Real Estate Podcast, I want to welcome you and please subscribe to the channel. Also, if you've been an active listener for a while, I would be very grateful if you would actually leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you want to take a screenshot of that five-star rating and send it to my email at adam at real I'd be happy to get you some of our absolutely awesome Happiness is Passive cash flow swag. So let's get right to it. There are rents and revenue that you want to see when they're putting on their financial returns. And you want to look and see how aggressive are they being with their rents and revenue? How do they get to those numbers? How large is the rent growth? If you're in an area that that the rent has grown, let's just say 8% year over year, two years in a row, are they continuing to use 8% year over year? Or are they going ahead and checking to see what's the average that it's been happening for... You know the last 10, 15, 20, and 30 years, and they're averaging that, which might be a much smaller number, somewhere between one and maybe four percent. Okay, so how are they doing that? Now let's talk about number two, which is expenses per unit. You want to see that they're using at least a 50 percent expense ratio. Yes, I did not say 15. I said five zero, fifty. You want to see that they're using at least a 50 percent expense ratio. This is very typical for B and C assets. Now, number three, let's look at the exit cap rate. So there's a capitalization rate, and that's how fast in which the apartment pays, its, pays back the investment in the, in the first place, right? So these cap rates, might you might be purchasing at a five cap, six cap, seven, eight, nine cap, but you wanna look and see what they're saying. So are they saying, I'm gonna buy it at a nine cap and I'm gonna sell it at a two cap? Or are they saying, I'm going to buy it at a seven cap and sell it at an eight cap? So to be conservative, you want to make sure that they're not being too aggressive on their exit cap rate, that they're not pretending or I guess making an assumption that they're exiting the property at too high of a price. At this time in the market cycle, we don't know exactly what is going to happen. So we need to be extremely conservative, especially at this time, the point in time, to make sure that we are underwriting conservatively, saying that we're going to exit at a conservative cap rate. That means a little bit higher cap rate because it's inversely related to the value or the sell price. So a higher cap rate really just means a lower sales price and a lower cap rate means a higher sales price. The fourth one that I want to talk about right now is the reserves that they're putting in for the deferred maintenance and things like that. So you want to make sure that this is money that they're raising up front, and they're not taking uh, the rehab out of the cash flow. If they're taking the rehab out of the cash flow, they're going to destroy the deal. So you want to see that it's at least two hundred and fifty dollars per unit per year but depending on how the property looks you might actually need to be doing a few thousand in the first year now let's also look at the debt financing terms are they using bridge loans are do they have extensions for those bridge loans so let's talk a little bit about that is it agency debt is it bridge loans hard money loans etc 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 are they using accurate or reasonable figures here. Are they understanding what the costs are, the origination fees for these loans? And, and if there's um, a bridge loan, are they just using one year term? Are they able to extend it to two, three, four years? Because what happens if it takes a little bit longer, obviously, to rehab the units and have people move out and to do that tenant turnover? What happens if something ha- goes wrong? You just want to make sure that they are doing what they need to make sure that you're going to be protected. So if this is something that resonates with you, if it's something that piques your interest, my partners and I would love to have a conversation with you, how we can move forward with that. So if you're an accredited investor and you'd like to move forward with Blue Spruce Holdings, go down into the show notes. I'll leave a link there right now so that you could set up a call with me or my CEO, DJ Scruggs. So until next time, think bigger, think outside the box. Thank you for listening to our podcast. It's our hope to add a ton of value to you. That said, Blue Spruce Holdings is excited to be offering investment opportunities to accredited investors. That link is in today's show notes.